Okay, we're here again. It's week four. And look, I am learning so much from Laura. She is a genius. LauraWage.com or whatever way you can find her. you just got to tap into her wisdom. She is rocking. I have learned more from Laura in two weeks than people I've known for years and years. So I just want to debrief on the homework that I did today, but I'm going to throw to you just to set it up. What, what, what did we chat about last week and what were the most important things you wanted me to do? Well, I wanted you to do some research. I wanted you to start getting into keywords. I wanted you to start really honing in on what is it that people want, not necessarily just what you want to create, but what do people want? And then I gave you mm. some very specific homework. What was that? It was a big well, research project. So I want to hear your oh. interpretation of it. So there, there were, basically it was, there were three ideas. One is what do people want to buy? You know, the, the whole premise of the last conversation was why haven't all these products that I've been pouring my heart and soul into, why haven't they sold more copies? Why, why aren't people getting it? I thought they were real interesting. I thought they were really, really valuable. But I thought that. Did anyone else think that? <laughs> and you asked the question, well, first of all, what are people buying? What are people searching for? What do people want to buy? And does it actually even relate to what you sell? Are there, is there any disconnect there? That's the first project. The second project was, uh, uh, do you have an affiliate model so that people can, because there's whole, whole steam, uh, teams of people around the world that don't create products but love selling products. And I've researched thoroughly Click, uh, ClickBank and JVZoo. I'm going to pull that apart in a minute. That was unbelievable. And then once you find out the products that are selling, what are the keywords that people are looking for, and you recommended a site called Fresh Key, which is now forty nine ninety five, but it's absolutely worth it because you can you can drill down on the words looked for on Google, eBay, and Amazon, and Etsy, and others, and that was unbelievable. So let me just pull apart all the homework. Yeah, perfect, and hopefully really delving into what successes you had with products of yours in the past. And what challenges you had that didn't make them successful. Mm. That's correct. Now, that's a little, I must admit, that piece of the pie right there, I just remembered what you said there, that you wanted me to cross-reference everything that I've been doing with what my products were. And that's the piece of the pie that I'm probably yet to do. And that can be for this week. But I, I want to pull apart what I did. First things first, I researched the top 10 product types of the last 12 months and the top 10 products of all time. You know, the products of all time thing was pretty funny. Rubik's Cube, number one selling product of all time. I mean, I never had a Rubik's Cube. I couldn't see the point of it. But, I mean, thousands, millions of people bought them. Uh, so that was an interesting project, and I tweeted about that. But the, the thing that was really interesting was the top 10 product lines, the top 10 product types. Uh, in the last 12 months and the predicted ones for the next 12 months. And number one was books. Music was very popular. Uh, laptops were very popular. Men's fashion was very popular. Men's fashion is actually more popular than ladies' fashion. You know, no point me right at doing it for men, men's fashion brands. I'm a jeans and T-shirt type of guy. Jewelry was very popular. And that, that whole, and I tweeted about this too, and this was very, very interesting just to pull apart what people are buying. Right. Then what I did, based on the fresh key, freshkey.com, is I actually pulled apart the keywords 
that people are searching for within those subgroups. Okay, so I'm going to stop you for just a second. And you sent me some Facebook messages that I didn't actually respond to because I wanted to see how far down that path you would go. So you did a lot of keyword research on a lot of things that um, are actually not related to anything that you do. Here's what's really interesting. When I think of, okay, I'm, I'm Keith Keller, right? I am the global Twitter dude. If I sit down and I do keyword research, what am I going to do it on? I'm going to do it on Twitter because that is going to be relevant to what it is that I'm Mm. already an expert in. So I actually did research for you, even though I wasn't responding to your messages, to see what kind of things were coming up that would be relevant to somebody who is a Twitter expert. Now, if all you do in FreshKey is a search on Twitter, that's at just Twitter, right? Not diving into learn Mm, Twitter, mm. anything like that, right? Just Twitter. Here's what's interesting. Number four, Twitter analytics. People don't understand it. They want to know more. Number five, Twitter bootstrap. How to do Twitter without having to hire an agency. You know, I don't even know what that means. I've, I've seen that phrase. I don't even know what that Boots, means. Twitter bootstrap. Bootstrapping means that you are doing it on a budget. Basically, bootstrap means budget. Do it yourself. If you're bootstrapping it, ah. you're, you're doing it yourself. You're pulling the boots. Twitter on a budget. Yep, you're twilling the, pulling the, the boots on, and you're going after it. So these are all things that come up right oh, away. Yeah. That's without even diving in. That is just the highest level keyword, Twitter. You've got um, things on here like Twitter PDF. That is a highly sought after keyword, right? So a lot of people type, wow. type in Twitter PDF. What is it that they want? Well, you could test that. You could create a PDF. You could create 10 different PDFs that are 10 different things that people can learn from. Make each one of them a very simple, just enter their email opt-in. And now you have all of the data that you need to see which one of those 10 PDFs are getting you the biggest amount of traffic. Look, that that is fascinating because one of the very, very key questions I asked you last week was, should I start with a product in mind or should I just start with generic information? And I took took a tangent there based on that question. I took the, I'm just going to start at the beginning. What do people want? Forget Twitter. What do people want? I actually took that tangent. I'm going to try the other version this week. Yeah, so what if, so I want to explain that just a little bit more for you as well as for those that are listening. Mm, mm, mm. So I didn't give you a ton of direction on that intentionally. Um, as you know, I have a, a 19-year-old daughter. I also have a 19 and a 21-year-old um, stepchildren. And definitely what I have learned in the course of being a parent is that you have to give your kids, your clients, um, people that are, are in a, a phase of learning, you have to give them enough leeway to have their own thought process. Because if you mm-hmm. cannot learn and identify how it is that your mind naturally thinks, then you cannot retrain your mind to think differently. So wow. Wow. I gave you an assignment where I didn't actually put the guardrails up, and normally I do. But but this time I didn't put the guardrails up 
and you went completely off the road into, you know, this rabbit hole, that rabbit hole, things that were really good perceptions, don't get me wrong, but those perceptions are not relevant to what you do. Because for you to completely change who you are and for you to no longer be Keith Keller, the global Twitter dude, does not make any sense. So I just gave you a couple of things that came up. Twitter bootstrap, right? So now you know that a ton of people are looking for Twitter bootstrap. They're looking to be able to do Twitter on a budget. So you know that that is a hot button right there. You may have something that actually already fits that, but you just didn't position it that way. Now, wow. now if I keep looking, I can also see Twitter bio ideas. Now, you might have something that already teaches people how to have a great Twitter bio, but you didn't actually put it in, in that context or create things that other people could then attach themselves to and say, okay, hey, I need to learn how to have a better Twitter bio. So we already know that people are looking for Twitter PDFs, and we know that they're looking for Twitter bios, and we know that they're looking for Twitter bootstrap. So now what if one of the freebies, because you want to build a funnel, you want to build a list, you want to have people to market to, what if one of the freebies that you create is, um, a PDF on how to build the best Twitter bio bootstrap style. You've just hit three main keywords so that you can target three different groups of people that are looking to find information on that specific topic. But your goal is not to, and I'm going to be really crude and really honest, and I hope that you don't edit this out. Your mm. goal is not to sleep with somebody on the first date. Your goal is not to make the sale on the first interaction. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very cool. Very Your cool. goal is to establish a relationship. You need to court them. You need to date them. You need to have yeah. a, a really, yeah. really valuable piece of content. Maybe it's just a freebie on your website. Maybe it leads to a podcast where the freebie on your website has no opt-in, but if they want the podcast that goes along with it, there is an opt-in for that. So you don't have to go for the kill. You don't have to sleep with somebody on the first date. You need to build rapport, but you need to build rapport based on what it is that people want to learn about. Does that make more sense? <laughs> Uh, look, it's a very good analogy, and uh, look, you are right. It's some, it might offend some people, but the point is that you know, if you use the dating analogy, you know, you, 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 most people date because they want a relationship. I'm guessing most people date for that reason, and you know, eventually you want someone you can share your life with. And Twitter and social media and selling is a little bit like that. You you don't expect the sale on the first call but you're building a rapport. So, look, I really appreciate what you've said there. I did go on a tangent, and I, I tell you, I had a lot of fun, and I learned heaps. Absolutely. And I, Which I, is why I didn't maybe, stop you. I know that you were learning. Now I want you to funnel that learning so that it's specific to Twitter. Okay. Because, I, yeah, I, I did ask the question, should I start with a product in mind, and now and maybe you deliberately uh, let me go. <laughs> and that's good because I went off the rails, and I tell you what, I, I've got so much to share on that. That I've, and I've learned lots and lots of stuff that is very useful, very useful, even though it's unrelated. And this idea of professional ADD, and I want to share an example with you this, this happened this week. I have a lot of trouble ascertaining what's a distraction 
and what isn't. I'll give you a really cool example. This week, sorry, last week, we talked about my number one best-selling product, actorstweet.com, which was released in 2013. And we had three separate goes at it and it had three sort of distinct periods. And then we sort of let it go. And Emily and I haven't chatted for a while about that. And I had a variation on that product called Twitter for Performers, which was based in London, but failed. And we de- we decoded that very, very clearly. Well, today, uh, yesterday, I came across this article that said, this is amazing, major Hollywood producers and directors are now saying that people are more valuable to them with a Twitter following than pure talent. Mm-hmm. So actors need to get Twitter, whether they like it or not. They're not going to get jobs in Hollywood unless they build their Twitter following and understand it. Now, that's interesting because my target market is actors. They don't know how to use Twitter and most of them don't want to, but they have to.